0: The world's economies run on their supply chains. Understanding them is the key to keeping global products moving. Welcome to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane, a series of business podcasts co-produced by the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. In this series of episodes, we explore the importance of finding and retaining labor in our supply chains. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is brought to you by Wunderlander a provider of warehouse automation solutions for today's most dynamic e-commerce, retail and omnichannel customers. This series is also brought to you by Scope Recruiting, former supply chain and procurement professionals who find top talent for their clients, ranging from startups to Fortune 500. Here now is your moderator, Supply Chain Quarterly's Managing Editor, Diane Rand
1: welcome thanks for joining us our guest today is charlie safro president and founder of cs recruiting charlie thanks so much for joining us today i'm so happy to be here diane well your firm specializes in supply chain logistics recruiting in the current environment what positions are companies having the biggest challenges filling and what skills are most in demand Great question. It is definitely a unique market right now
2: probably one of the most unique markets I've seen since I've recruited in this space almost 16 years so um, I would say that right now sales talent is very much in demand, we see a need for sales talent generally all 12 months of the year but uh, a lot of companies really build up their operational teams, Q1, Q2, and then they're ready to, to bring in the hunters to sell for the second half of the year and then do it again the next year. So sales talent um, across the board is very much in demand. Beyond that, I would say we're seeing some really unique niche positions more on the shipper side of the business. So these positions could be within the manufacturing, even procurement, distribution, transportation function, um, but they're generally specific to either a mode or a commodity um, where employers want to invest in a game-changing hire that can come in and bring some value and really help them build out their area of expertise. So um, we're seeing roles like that at all levels, but I'd say manager and enough is, is what's trending right now.
1: So you are president and founder of a recruiting firm. So I found it intriguing that your presentation at CSCMP and Edge Conference is titled, You Can't Recruit If You Can't Retain. Can you explain what you mean by this?
2: Yeah, so it is interesting that we are recruiters, but we're different types of recruiters in the sense that we really focus on matchmaking the right person with the right company. And we're very focused on the human as part of the process. So I truly believe that in order to recruit well, you have to start with a solid retention strategy. And you know, assuming a business is established, you've already got at least one employee. That's where your recruiting tactics stem from. Um, having a culture, having a certain vibe, and a way that you treat your employees internally is what it's about right now. Um, and so, companies need to start by looking internally and seeing, you know, what are they offering to their current team members? Where do they fall short? Because at the end of the day, that all translates right back into their recruiting strategy and their recruiting tactics. Um, So not only are you creating culture champions and word of mouth referrals and setting a positive perception for your talent brand when you can retain well, um, but you're also then, as you transition into that recruiting step, you're able to sell an exciting opportunity to candidates. You can use examples of team members that have had successes, examples of how your culture works, how your employees feel, um, because those are, are really what candidates are looking for right now. So I truly believe it. it starts with retention um, and then you leverage that culture and that retention piece that you've built to go back and actually recruit new talent for your team.
1: Well, that absolutely makes sense, because if you're going to be, you know, coming into a new job, you really want to feel like you belong, like this is a place for you, um, that it's going to be, you know, a good when you wake up in the morning, your alarm goes off, you want to go to work, you want exactly. to be with the people you be with, so the culture, definitely. So what are some of the most common reasons that supply chain managers leave a company? Is it all about the money, or what would you say are some of the the real game changers for people—what makes them leave? It's
2: not all about the money anymore. Definitely, money has a factor. I can't deny that everybody works for money to support themselves and financial security. Um, so I kind of bucket money into the same category as benefits um, and maybe some additional, you know, incentives. That is definitely a driver, but after COVID, I think the mentality in the candidate market changed pretty dramatically um, in the sense that money maybe was the number one reason people looked before the pandemic, and now it's probably the fourth or fifth reason, and it's not solely about money. So companies um, that have toxic environments are pushing their best employees out and that is really what we hear most often from candidates that are either actively or passively looking for a new opportunity Um, and a toxic environment can stem from a number of things it's you know poor leadership poor management lack of recognition um, you know burning people out by not really understanding their capacity there's also a, a whole audience out there that feels that they're close to approaching the ceiling in their company, meaning that they're not going anywhere unless their boss goes somewhere and their boss isn't going somewhere unless their boss goes somewhere. So. When candidates want to feel challenged, they want responsibility, they want to do more, um, when they hit that ceiling, that's that's another reason they generally come to us is, um, I've done this, I've you know conquered this job, I'm very good at it, but I'm ready for the next step and my company isn't here to support me, so I need to go out and look externally so I can grow my career vertically. Um, so I'd say really those are the two things that are uh, coming, coming up before money right now in terms of why people are leaving. I'll call it culture um, is the first point, and then really opportunity is the second.
1: So what are some retention policies or practices that you have seen that truly work? Yeah, so I can speak from experience
2: here. I, I couldn't always. When I started my firm, I was a one-woman show for the first year and then slowly built a team. And today we've got 40 employees. So I really try to practice what I preach. And I also use my team as um, an opportunity to beta test and to experiment and to take ideas and see how our team responds to them. So It comes down to employees wanting to be seen and heard, and there are a number of tactics and policies that companies can implement to accomplish this, but starts on day one with that interview process. Uh, Candidates want companies that are communicating with them, that are transparent with them, um, that want to get to know who they are beyond their resume. And then once that candidate is in the company, really paying attention to that onboarding and development process. So um, making them feel connected to the team on day one, it's not that easy because you can't start complimenting their work on day one, but um, introducing them to various team members, letting them shadow, letting them get to know the people that they're going to be working with. And then as they start to make that impact, having a really solid recognition and appreciation program. Um, recognition and appreciation don't always need to cost money. They certainly can, but um, it's, you know, public and private shout outs, handwritten notes, um, promoting employees' anniversary dates or or their internal promotions on a public platform like LinkedIn. So. All of these are retention tactics, giving employees one-on-one attention with leadership. Um, But it all goes back to they want to be seen and heard. And once they're hired, um, they will certainly represent the title and perform the responsibilities of that title. But the big question is, who are they behind the title? Um, Because we all know that what's going on behind the scenes can really affect our work and our output.
1: Absolutely. So what are some retention policies you've seen that are not effective that you would, uh, you know, encourage people to stay away from? I mean, back in the day.
2: I think we joke about it now, but it doesn't work anymore to have a ping pong table or um, you know a happy hour at at the office at five o'clock every Thursday. Um, I personally worked at a really great company, my second job out of college. It was in the marketing industry, and we had amazing what I would you know quote as retention tactics. We had an in-house chef um, that would make us three meals a day. We had an in-house masseuse, and we were required, believe it or not, required to get a massage once a week. And while it was great and it really served me at that point in my career, now I look back and I kind of chuckle because those were just strategies to keep me at the office and keep me working. Um, And yes, it, it made my job a pleasure and I enjoyed it more because of those perks. But that's the stuff that's just not working anymore. Um, what is working is flexibility. And when employees have flexibility, they feel trusted. And when employees feel trusted, they're happy and they're going to be more productive and more passionate about the work they're doing and the purpose of their work. So um, I think some of those surface ideas that used to be, um, you know, what, what companies thought were game changers uh, in the office just don't work anymore. And you have to think beyond that and how to connect with your employees um, beyond having you know, a keg or a foosball table. That's just
1: not what it's about anymore. Too funny. Well, at least you have some good stories to share. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it is kind of funny that the, those little perks, it kind of reminds me of, you know, universities, what they would sometimes do to try to get, you know, kids to come to school, you know, they'd have all these like perks, or even when we were back in school, you know, just the things that they would hand out and not really important anymore, right? Um Exactly. So-
2: it's like we're not, we're not in first grade that we're going to be incentivized by a pizza party anymore or a pajama day. Like, it's got to go beyond that. Um, and whether you have an in-office or remote environment, there are different ways to keep your employees excited about the job and the company. And, um, again, it really comes down to treating them like humans. That's the easiest way to summarize it.
1: Well, Charlie, thank you so much for your time today. As always, we appreciate it. Such good advice and and I know the labor market, it's gonna be a challenge for our industry for some time. I mean, it has been and it looks that moving forward, it'll continue to be, but wonderful uh, things to think about and we appreciate your time today, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Today, we've been talking with Charlie Safro, president and founder of CS Recruiting and this has been Supply Chain in the Fast Lane.
0: Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is a co-production of the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. This episode has been brought to you by Scope Recruiting, former supply chain and procurement professionals who find top talent for their clients, ranging from startups to Fortune 500. This episode is also brought to you by Wanderlande, whose fully integrated portfolio solves the complex needs of the world's leading companies by seamlessly integrating innovative systems, configurable software, and full lifecycle services. Please subscribe to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane wherever you get your podcasts.